Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Sprague. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How'd you do that? I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back in. It is Daily Ticker time here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. And uh, I'm excited. For our guest here, Schultze, I've talked about the Senior Bowl. It's it's got me. Its hooks are in. Its teeth is sunk into the neck. I'm I'm all in. I love the Mobile Alabama Senior Bowl. It's become quite the event. Uh, Trevor Sikama of PFF, their lead draft analyst, is joining us. Uh, he's on Twitter at Tampa Bay Trey. You can find his great work at pff.com. Uh, Trevor, good morning. Thanks for hopping on with us. This uh, I said on Monday. This event feels like I, I, it's been big, but it feels like it's growing every single year and in a lot of ways kind of rivaling the combine. Yeah, well, I appreciate you guys having me, man, and I, I completely agree. You know, this year in particular, uh, I think you looked at this roster on paper coming into the week, and I've been doing this full time. I mean, it is my seventh senior bowl, I believe, so I've been doing this a little bit now. I think top to bottom, this is the most talented senior bowl roster that, that I've ever seen. And obviously you have, you know, like some of the guys will drop out before the event starts, you know, like some will you know, get hurt and kind of be out of the lineup. So maybe the game won't have as much of the product as we saw before the week began. But still, I mean, even the fact that there were all those stacked players accepting these invites to be able to play at this event, what we saw out on the field, I think, was just a testament to the work that Jim Nagy and his staff has, have put together here for the Senior Bowl and, and putting together, like you said, a really, really great product. You know, the Combine is very – it's a different feel. You get more interviews from these players. You know, you're, you're learning more about who they are as a person, and um, you get some of that athletic testing, of course. But the pads are still on at this event. Like, you get real football at this event, and I think both of those things are very important when it comes to uh, – a lot of people turning the page, a lot of casual fans, if you will, of the draft – kind of turning the page from the regular season, getting into draft season. It's a great way to uh, to intro a lot of these guys that are in this class. I want to get to some of the, the names for us out here on the West Coast that we're familiar with and how they're performing, but I want to ask you something you just hit on there. Was the expectation going into it, Trevor, that this was going to be the most talented, or is it something that as soon as the guys got there and padded up, a lot of people, including maybe yourself, just thought, oh, man, this is, this is a little different than we, this is the best one. Did you think that going in? Yeah, so with my title at Pro Football Focus, I do a lot of draft work year-round. And so I'm kind of building out the big board and the prospect list uh, Mm -hmm. pretty early. You know, I'm I'm doing a lot of that in in October and November. So I was very familiar with a lot of these players, so I was super impressed. But even that being the case, I think a lot of people who, again, like I said, are, are, are getting an introduction into this draft class for the first time, 
got a real treat. And, you know, with the COVID year still existing for a lot of these guys in college football, you have these players who have that extra year of experience. Maybe in previous seasons, maybe they would have had to come out last year, but they had that extra year of eligibility. So it's another year to work, another year to get better. I mean, I think about guys like, you know, Christian Jones from Texas, a five-year starter at offensive tackle, who you go, ah, man, okay, experience, but why is he still, why isn't he in the NFL yet? What's going on? Well, this past year was his best year yet, and he's out here at the Senior Bowl playing very, very well. So might have been a little bit of an afterthought, but that extra year, uh, getting to see him out here in Mobile, that, it's something that was proven very valuable. So I think the combination of uh, of all of those things has made for a really talented group this year. Trevor Sikama is our guest here, PFF.com, lead draft analyst, as he noted there. So he's been following this stuff year-round all the time. And now he's down in Mobile, Alabama, as we got the Senior Bowl, the Reese's Senior Bowl. And I can't wait to see it Saturday at 10 a.m. Uh, let's start with a local player. I was texting with a friend of mine who covers some recruiting-based stuff up here in the Pacific Northwest. And he said that I, I don't know if a player's made more money for themselves than Jackson's Power Johnson, uh, who's you know just outperforming a lot of metrics and, and just the way kind of people viewed him going into the event. There's some video clips that have circulated just overpowering defensive linemen. What have you made from the center from Oregon and Powers Johnson and how he's been performing? Yeah, I mean, he's been awesome. You know, he was a top 60 player for us on our big board going into the week. And so you know, it's not like this guy was seen as a, a day three player and has vaulted himself up to uh, to top 50 status, but still, there were questions about Jackson Powers Johnson specifically. You know, Oregon's got him listed at a pretty heavy weight, which you'd like to see as an interior offensive lineman, especially when you turn on the film and see how well he moves. He did measure in uh, at, uh, I believe, six foot three, 335 pounds, which is big for a center and an <laughs> offensive guard. But again, you get out there, the pads come on. He looks like he's moving at 310. You know, he looks like he's 25 pounds lighter. And so it's those light feet, the coordinated feet combined with that power that he's got in that giant barrel of a chest that he has. I mean, he was he was stopping people with power. He was stopping people with speed. And so he was super, super impressive. But another question that he answered this week is, okay, we know what you can do at center. We've seen it on tape at Oregon. But this event is great for – putting guys in different situations, right? Outside corners, they'll put them in the slot to see what they do there. You know, guys who are more off coverage players, they'll put them in press coverage to see how they do there. On the offensive line, you go, okay, well, if this guy's got some versatility, let's put him at all these spots. So he got reps, not only at center, but at guard as well. He still looked just as comfortable, just as confident. And I think that you mentioned it. He was one of the biggest winners. Not that he took the biggest leap up the big board, but I think he solidified himself as a first-round pick this week. Uh, his teammate, the one that he was hiking the ball to, had a nice little two-year turnaround for his career. You know, he wanted to be at Auburn for his whole life, and that was the place. It didn't go quite how he thought. He comes out to Eugene, Bo Nix, and he has a Heisman campaign. Uh, what, have, what have you made of Bo Nix? I know he's a little older than most of the seniors and even most of the prospects. He's in college. He liked, to, liked the process, like playing in college football. What have you made of Bo Nix, and, and how has he looked out there? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So I like Nick's. I really do. I thought that he's kind of a fringe first-round quarterback for, for a while now. And, you know, this week, it was, a, it was a slow build for him. I thought they ended well yesterday um, in the final practice on Thursday. But at the beginning of the week, I just felt like he was he was tight. Like he was like he wasn't playing loose, you know. I, I watched there's a couple of underthrows from him. He just like he wasn't letting it rip. I feel like he was thinking too much about it, and that can sometimes happen in events like this where you know it's a job interview, right? You know that every snap that you take is being evaluated. You know the media part of this is is so big now that everyone's got a camera out recording what you're doing 24-7 when you're at one of these events, especially when you're out on the field. The scouts are playing close close attention, so. They know every rep matters, and that can be something that is a lot of pressure. And so I would have liked for Knicks to come out and play a little bit more relaxed, but I think you did see a little bit of that on day three on on Thursday. I felt like he ended the week, I feel, at least with his strongest day. But the accuracy wasn't as good as I've seen from him on tape, you know, simply because I I think he was playing a little wound up too tight. He wasn't playing as loose. So we'll see how he plays in the game uh, this upcoming weekend. Uh, We're talking with Trevor Sikkim, a PFF leave draft analyst on Twitter, at Tampa Bay Trey. Go find his latest work at PFF.com. He's covering and following the Senior Bowl, which the game is on Saturday on the NFL Network. Uh, An offensive lineman in our state, but for a different team, Talese Fuaga. He was a beast in Corvallis. There was no questioning the greatness that he was showing on that offensive line, and that offensive line group was, uh, you know, some of the best groups in college football during his time in Corvallis. He is, I think, a lot of mock drafts that get released here, Trevor, and I'm always curious how you interpret people throwing out mock drafts, given that you cover this stuff year-round. He's anywhere from like a 12 to 21 range type guy in the first round. How has he performed uh, in Mobile? Yeah, so Fuaga has been one of my favorite guys in this draft class for, for a while. And, and, and not to stake my claim on, oh, I was first on him. That's not what I mean when I say that. But I have the luxury of getting some eyes on these guys pretty early. And I actually didn't, didn't know. Fuaga wasn't really on my radar going into the season. And uh, Actually, a buddy of mine who follows college football very closely, he's like, hey, you've got to take a look at this right tackle. He's draft eligible from Oregon, from Oregon State. And he's kicking ass out there. And I was like, all right. So I turn on the tape and I go, whoa, okay. We're, I mean, we're talking about this is a future NFL offensive tackle with how well he was playing. So before the rest of, I'd say, like a lot of the media, even draft media, kind of got their big boards and their rankings out and things like that, I had him ranked pretty high. And this has happened before. You know, I've seen, okay, I really like this guy's tape. He's going to be higher on my big board. But sometimes you get – you know, mock drafts from, say, Daniel Jeremiah or, you know, Mel Kuyper. These guys who are very plugged in, where they do mock drafts 
not just from what they're seeing from these guys, but also what they are hearing from NFL teams, from scouts, and where they think a guy is going to land. And it's not always that that lines up. Sometimes I'm just a lot higher on a guy than it seems like the NFL is going to be. But we've got those mock drafts that are now out, some of those rankings that are out. And Fuaga did end up being a top 20 player for that. And it made made me happy because I'm like, Good. I, he is a great football player, and I was really excited to see him at this Senior Bowl event. Uh, he did not disappoint. He won with power so much. I mean, he is he is such a dictating type of offensive tackle. It's something I love uh, about Darnell Wright last year from Tennessee, the guy who goes top 12 in last year's draft. He Even in pass blocking, he brings the fight to you. He is dictating the contact. He is dictating things with power, but we even saw some speed offensive linemen try to get the better of him going up the arc, around the outside shoulder, and yet he had the quick footwork to beat guys to the spot, beat guys to the angle, to his landmark, if you will, and I think he checked those boxes as well. So to me, he went into this event as a potential top 20 pick. I don't think he did anything to change that, and I still think that's the range for him uh, moving forward. Wow, that's uh, that's great stuff to hear because I think a lot of Beaver fans are rooting hard for him. He had a great career at Oregon State. Uh, you, you mentioned Bo Nix and being a little tight. Uh, his counterpart from Washington, who bested Nix and his team bested Nix in the Pac-12 title game, uh, Michael Penix Jr. had a nice season for himself. There are obvious injury concerns, I think, from the NFL scouting departments but and he's also a little bit uh, older than normal quarterbacks uh, obviously staying in college football and transferring what did you make of Michael Penix how are people perceiving Michael Penix is is it system label guy or is it no arms very different accuracy is pinpoint how do, how, do, how did Penix how has he fared so far in these uh, these one-on-ones these matchups these practices yeah, first of all, I'm not really worried about the age. I'm not. I mean, we're, we're living in a world where you've got quarterbacks playing well into their late 30s, sometimes in the the rare instances, even 40s. And so I think it's – I understand why people bring this up, but I do think it's a little strange how much people harp on, oh, Penix, he's going to be an older prospect. I mean, who cares? He could, he could be two contracts in and still be, you know, 34, 35 years old. And so uh, if you get a decade out of a player, no matter where you draft him in the NFL draft, uh, that is a success. So I'm not really worried about that, especially where the position is going. But I thought the Penix had a good week. You know, he, he – He's got those long arms, measured him with super long arms. He's got that unorthodox release, but that ball just rockets off of his hand. And I think you were able to see that during the practice portions here. And he wasn't throwing next to Joe Milton. You know, Joe Milton from Tennessee was on the other team, but those two guys had the strongest arms of the, of the players that were here. But I think that Penix was more impactful with his arm strength, more accurate with his arm strength. Now, it still wasn't perfect. That's an issue that I think a lot of people have noted in their scouting reports is ball placement can sometimes be an issue. With those longer arms, it is a longer release. It is more things that could potentially go wrong with how you are motioning the football up past your shoulder and when it's coming out of your hand. And so Penix just has to deal with that, having the longer arm. But it was very clear, you know, him and that quarterback group with Bo Nix and and even Sam Hartman as well, that Penix had that stronger NFL-type arm. He's got that NFL-type velocity. And I think overall, he probably had the best week of any of the quarterbacks there. Not that it was you know, far and away incredible, but I still think if you believe that he was a fringe first-rounder, you can still hold on to that. If you believe that he was, okay, more of a day-two pick, I think there are reasons where that was fortified. So 
I just feel as though it was kind of status quo for Michael Penix, but that's not to say it still can't be a first-round pick. I still think there is a chance that that could be the case, even with his age and eligibility, um, or his, his age and his injury history, given what we saw from him this past season at Washington. I, I appreciate you saying what you said at the beginning there. I just, when I read these mocks, Trevor, I always, you know, he is a little older. I appreciate you saying, who cares? Because I've kind of had that thought, but when people are covering it saying, well, he's a little older, I'm just like, okay, I guess I'll throw that into consideration for whatever reason. So I appreciate you kind of making me uh, dismiss it now. I don't care anymore. Your coverage has been fantastic, man. We're we're already against it, so I, I have millions of questions. I'd love to catch up with you around the combine or closer to the draft because I you're really informative. You're really plugged in on this stuff. And the closer we get to the draft, we can talk about some of the other players that aren't seniors or or in Mobile, Alabama, and how you feel about all of them. Uh, so thanks for hopping on the show this morning, man. Great insight and great coverage. Yeah, of course, guys. Anytime. Looking forward to hopping back on with you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.